Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Uh-huh, I sure will. Hey, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I've been saying it like that since I got it, too. All right, got a good one for you today. Yesterday, the other day, I was talking to you about the most effective weapon available to us as human beings, I think, is prayer. I think prayer helps us in so many ways. But right now, what I want to do is I want to show you how prayer pays off. I want want to show you what good it can do for you. Even me, I use it every day. And and the days I don't use it, I feel it. You know, the days that I go, you know, without talking to him as much, 
I notice it. I feel it. I feel a certain kind of way. You know, those uh, those that doubt starts slipping in again. That uneasy feeling of uncertainty slips in again. That that wondering what I'm gonna do starts slipping in again. It happens to me. It happens to everybody, man. I think I, re- I really, really do. You know, if people would just keep it real with each other. Stop being this Christian, this Superman, because you ain't. You ain't. There's a scripture that says there's none perfect. No, not one. And that's everybody. That, that that cover all of us, don't it? So sometimes I think we're a little too hard on each other uh, with that too, seeing as how we not perfect. We immediately want to just, just, oh, man, you just want to kill when we find somebody do something wrong, especially if it go public. Everything go public now because social media. But anyway, I just want to talk to you about how prayer pays off. I mean, it's called the ROI in money. People got money, call it ROI, so return on investment. People are always looking for a return on investment. You know, nobody nobody in business really gives you money without understanding the return on investment. They don't even give monies to charities unless they think it can do something with the bottom line. A lot of companies work like that. I found that out myself. Sad, but it is true. So since everything is expected to work on a return on investment, I assume because we're human beings. So since we're all human beings, whether you're in business or or not, you're still in the business of living. I think when you pray, you should expect a return on your investment. You talk to him. You spent time opening up to him. You bowed your head to him. You humbled yourself. You got on your knees. I mean, but really we talking God here, so really what you're doing ain't really about nothing, be honest with you. The little bit that you do do on his behalf, it, it, it just pales in comparison with what he does. But let's just say you want to call yourself investor. Well, let me show you how it pays off. This Because, see, for me, this is for me now, prayer pays off in different ways. That's what I had to learn. See, I was praying, but I was asking him specifically for what I wanted. I had the audacity, though, to turn around and tell him how to do what I wanted. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I can't tell you how many blessings I blocked coming my way by putting my faith in what I said I wanted and how I wanted him to do it. I want you to give me this. I want that person to go away. I want this person to accept everything you say. Then I want to go over here and I want this deal to happen like this. And I want that person to just step aside and let, let me through. And then I want that. I was I had it mapped out. God must have been chuckling really hard. <laughs> he had to be going, boy, I made you to be funny, but boy, you're funny now. So you're going to tell me how to do it. And you've all heard this right here. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Well, that's what I did. And that's how we pray a lot of times. We pray. And we pray in the prayer, we're telling him how to work it out. Well, here's the deal. This is what I've learned. Prayer pays off in different ways. There's a different return of my investment when I pray. See, sometimes when I'm praying for something, a situation to dissolve itself or go away, sometimes I get courage out of the prayer. Prayer provides me courage. That's just to go on and look at it, I guess. Face it. Then sometimes when I'm praying about a situation, sometimes prayer gives me hanging power. 
Sometimes, man, it just, I look up and I'm just handling it better. Sometimes prayer gives you laugh it off power. Sometimes, man, you just got to laugh it off. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you tripping. Do you know what that is if you could do that? You know, sometimes it gives it gives you a show of strength, power. Sometimes prayer allows you to have the appearance that you got it all together. Nobody got to know the whirlwind, the, the tornado, the hurricane that's swirling in your life. You standing over there like the eye of the hurricane. You just And it's all swirling around you, but you standing there like the eye. You just as calm. That's what prayer does. So when you pray, man. It builds up a lot of things in you. You know what it's done for me? Prayer has built up character in me. It's made me have more character because I'm able to stand stronger on the things I say because I've been praying, because I've been asking God for all of those return of investments. I've been asking God for courage. I've been asking God for hanging that power. I've been asking him to give me the power to walk away. I've asked him to give me ignored power. I've asked him to help me laugh it off. I've asked him to show me strength. But you know what I was doing? I was really praying, not really for them things, be real with you. I was asking him to help me. Lord, help me. You ever done that? You ever asked God for help? And then all of a sudden a list of these things show up? See, sometimes how you want the problem to be solved ain't the best way. There's a lesson to be learned when we make mistakes. And sometimes you got to stay in that fire and you got to learn that lesson. But guess what, though? When you come out of it, you're going to be better for it. You're going to know more about it. Come on, y'all, pray. He's solid. His word is true. It lasts forever. He do what he say he's going to do now. All day, all night, 24-7. He do it all day, all night, and then some more. His word don't ever change. It's true. It works for me. It worked for you. It worked for Jakes. It worked for Osteen. It worked for Kirk Franklin. It worked for Paula White. It worked for Billy Graham. It worked for Mother Teresa. It worked for Gandhi. It worked for princes, Arabs. It worked, man. It worked for you. What you waiting for? Why don't you put prayer in your game? Watch what happened to you. You sitting in that jail cell and you struggling with it and they telling you blood in, blood out, you can't get in. You That's foolishness, man. What you mean? God can get you out of anything. Look, man, if you done read your Bible, he done got some people out of some sticky situations. I don't know what you're talking about. If Daniel was in the lion's den and Jonah was in the belly of the whale, what you talking about? Where you are? You just sitting in a cell with some dudes around you talking about what they going to do. Man, you got to be real. God can't nothing do nothing. Nobody do, can't nobody do nothing to you. God won't give you the strength to handle. Prayer changes things, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex, F-L-X. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. 
And, you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it on. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is alive and well. We in vivid color this morning. Uh, the crew is different today. Watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Junior. Jump right over to that damn Junior. Morning, everybody. Morning, Unc. And close it out with the fool, the king of pranks. <laughs> I'm in here, baby. So that's it. Three fools and the queen yeah, is going to try to keep it in order. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can do that. We can we do can. that. The queen's court. Yes. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? <sighs> How you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Yeah. You know, we here. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm blessed. Highly favored. All man. of that. Come on. How you I doing? You know, quarantine, man. Just saw. Uh, mm-hmm. Whew. Oh, woo! It was what? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> yeah, I'm just cool. ready. Yeah, I think we you know are. for it to be over, cause but... it ain't over. No, uh, no. Yeah. You know they not talking me out my house. Come on down no. to the mall. Come no. on, see this mm. movie. Uh-uh. You don't feel like bowling? No, hell no. I don't feel like dying. No. <laughs> no, no, that's right. No. Yeah. And, you know, you can't keep the virus out of the White House. So now you it's want... running all through. Yeah, how you gonna yeah keep now you telling us to come to work. Yeah. Come to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Trump gonna be in there by themselves. How you turn the coffee machine off? <laughs> <laughs> they ain't gonna have to do nothing. Am I supposed to answer this red phone? Sick. The red phone is ringing. Uh-oh, that's the phone right there. That's the one. <laughs> You know, Where I'm is just, everybody? <laughs> it's just crazy, man. And uh, yeah, it really is, Steve. They trying it's to bad. figure out if they should give more stimulus checks to people. Mm-hmm. You Do know, it. people are struggling. People are unemployed. This is the worst unemployment numbers since ever, even past the depression, the Great Depression, mm-hmm. ever in the history of the country. Well, Trump, Trump ain't finna say that. Hey, well, we're on the other side of it. Some things are getting better concerning the disease. Absolutely. I guess they're getting closer to some medicines that can help. I'm assuming right. they're getting closer to a vaccination. There is no talk of a cure, but look, man, until there's a vaccination, we got to be careful here. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. even then, there's talk about people don't really want to take the vaccination. I just look, man, we have to be careful. That's all. We got to be smart. Right. Don't rush out there. Don't take. Get your wear your mask. Get you some gloves. Get you a shield. Wash your hands and practice social distancing. Analyze Period. everything. Period. That's, that's all you. It. That's all we have. That's all you can Got do to. because we've been practicing all that right now. We've been staying away from the virus. It's still out there. We just haven't yeah. been around it. Yeah. So now. Yeah. yeah. But when and I when I was still dying. Yeah. When I, when I would see footage of the Great Depression, like in high school and, and junior high. Yeah, history classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people begging for bread. I never thought it would ever go back to that. In that your lifetime. Get, right. Oh, my God. Never yeah. in my lifetime did I think we would see that. 
Yeah, the food banks are, it's really sad, the lines out there. All right, well, we got more to talk about. Coming up, we're going to, you're going to help some people in relationships, Steve. Ask the CLO coming up right after this, and we'll be back at 32. Yeah, I am. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Ask the CLO. That's the Chief Love Officer, Mr. Steve Harvey. And if you want to get advice from the CLO, go right now to steveharveyfm.com and submit your questions. Here we go, Steve. This one is from Shana in Tampa. I Mm. am 22 years old. I have been in a serious relationship for three years, and my boyfriend has talked to my parents about proposing. I feel like we're too young to get married, but my parents are excited about it. They got married young and want me to do the same and start a family right away. I want to be carefree and date other people like I should be doing in my 20s. I've heard that the grass is not greener on the other side, but I want to see for myself. I don't want to be a wife and a mom before I'm 25 years old. Am I being naive, and should I honor my parents' wishes? Ooh. No, absolutely not. They in the All middle right. of it. No, absolutely, 100% not. Mm-hmm. Young lady, you made the statement that you're not ready. You made the statement that you want to date other people. Your parents are pushing this because they were married young. Look, your your parents, That's this is a different day and age. A different time, yeah. And even though it's a different time, the one thing that matters only is you said you're not ready and you don't want to be married. If you get married because your parents say so, you will get a divorce. Mm. You will get a divorce. And I don't care if your parents were sitting across the table from me. Mm -hmm. You can't get married for your parents. Mm. Marriage is hard, man. Man, Man, you don't run over here in this hill. Yeah, yeah. Until you're ready. Yeah, because let me explain something to you. It's more than what you think it is. Whatever Mm -hmm. you think marriage is, get a magnifying glass, put it on it, get some bifocals, put it on it, and multiply that by 10. That's what it is. Square. Then then multiply that by forever. Multiply that. Forever? Multiply it by forever. Because let me tell you what will not go away, this feeling of I want to date other people. Mm-hmm. Until you get that out your system, don't you go down there and get married. Yeah, especially I don't care what 20s. your boyfriend did. You're 22. Woo, you just Girl, got stop. here. Listen, Ooh, I, I got married. I got married at 24. You got married at 24. I was not young. prepared you were to not be ready. anybody's husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why'd you get married, huh? At 24. What happened? Well, you know, I got talked into it. I even, man, my mother even apologized to me for mm-hmm. talking me into it. Three months before I was getting married, I was calling it off. Mm. She said, baby, you just got cold feet. Them people that put in them uh, wedding plans. Don't You don't do people like that. We good people. Mm. Oh, yeah. well, I see. Okay. But, you know, look, I loved her. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. But I, I wasn't equipped, mm-hmm. and I, I, I shouldn't have done it. Because mm-hmm. I did, I did an injustice to her mm. at that age. I just did an injustice to her, so yeah, I wouldn't I think, do it, young lady. Next question. Yeah, I agree with you, Steve. All right, rocks. No, this is rock in Queens, New York. All right, I've been with my girlfriend for ten years. A year ago, we hit a rough patch, and my girlfriend broke up with me and started dating some dude. 
I begged for forgiveness, and after three months of being apart, she came back to me. Shortly after we got back, to, shortly after we got back together, she told me she was pregnant. We oh. just had a beautiful baby girl, and I am so in love with her. But I can't mm-hmm. help but think this might not be my child. God, Tommy, <laughs> I keep going over the timeline of when we broke up, and something isn't right. Should I tell her that I want to take a paternity test, or should I sneak and take the test? Ooh, mm. CL. Mm. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> How are you going to take the test without the baby? Oh, you got to take the baby with you. Because you, you have to have DNA? Yes, yeah, swab the baby, take the baby down there with you, Something. I think. Yeah. I don't know how it works. When he got yeah. the baby you know, by himself. I don't really know it. how it works. Yeah. But I think you could have a conversation with your girl and just say, hey, look, this has really been puzzling me. And I love this baby girl. I'm really crazy about her. But I'm a little confused about the timeline, and I need your help right here. I know you dated somebody else. Did you have unprotected sex? Mm. Is this my child? Did who the baby look like? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you got to solve this in your head. Now, suppose she tells you, young man, that it's his baby. Then what are you prepared to do? Are you going to leave her because of that? Or are you going to go, I love you and the child anyway? Hold on real quick. God! <laughs> yeah. Man, you yeah. need to get that baby over to somebody over 75 and let them look at it. <laughs> yeah. You need somebody yeah. with some glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> Old school paternity test. They, 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 they don't let you know it. right away. They'll give you a preliminary test right now. Yeah, because they do little stuff. Look at the knuckles on her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that don't look nothing like yours. Right. That don't look nothing like Robert. Look at that baby at nose. That ain't your baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll tell you right away. Well, I like that, Steve. You said just keep it 100. Have a conversation with her, right? Tell her it's right. troubling you. Yeah. You love her. Mm. You love the baby. Mm-hmm. But you just got to know for sure because that's bugging you. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, Rock and Queens, there is your answer. All right, quickly, one minute. Linda and Metairie, Louisiana. All right, I am 39 years old, and I am in love with a 54-year-old married man. We have four children together. After I had each child, he promised to leave his wife. He's a truck driver. I used to go on long hauls with him, but not anymore. How can he say he loves me and have four kids with me, but still be married to her? We didn't plan to have the kids, but he promised to be with us. He doesn't have any kids with his wife, but he says he needs more time. How much time should I give him? Do you think he will ever leave his wife to be with me and the kids? You got four babies by a married man. Who does that? Young lady, come on now. You have four babies by a married man, and each time he going to leave his wife, and each time he didn't. How many times does a man have to tell you he don't want you before you believe him? Oh, my God. Man. Oh, my God. Four babies later, and he's still with his wife. That's it. That's right, Linda. It's painful to hear, but it's the truth. All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up next. (laughs) dog. That's him, Nephew Tommy, with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national coronavirus news update. Also in entertainment news, we're going to do our Tell Me Something Good segment. The Steve Harvey Beauty. Foundation, yes, the virtual mentoring session is star-studded. It's on fire. It's trending. And we're going to talk about all of that at the top of the hour. 
But right now, nephew, run that prank back. Mm. What you got? Job offer. Everybody looking for one. You never know. Might fall on hard times. Might need a way out. <laughs> and guess what? When a a a a, a uh, an agency calls you about getting a job, that's the best phone call you get. You ought to respect it. Mm, no. Not this job, not this but some people don't want a job. Some people don't want a job. You say you want a job, but you don't want one. Take a listen. Cat dog, let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a William, uh, William, please. Yes, this is William. Hi, William. My name is Daniel. I'm with employment agency. Oh, yes. How's it going? Okay, I'm pretty good. You you actually came in a couple of weeks and filled out some forms. And... Yeah, 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 I did. I did. You're, you're, you're seeking employment, correct? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, okay. Well, listen, I got a few things here I'd like to go over. If you don't, if you have the time, I'd like to uh, get a couple questions from you. I think I, I actually have something I could send you out on on Monday if you actually fit the criteria. Okay? Oh, okay. Well, hold on one second. Let me grab a pen real fast. Hold on. Okay. All right, go ahead. I'm ready. All right. Are you used to physical labor at all? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay, so that's not a problem health-wise or physical. You're, you're able to handle that kind of stuff? Yes. Okay. Uh, about how tall are you, William? Um, about five eight. Five eight. Okay. And um, how much do you weigh? About one fifty. One fifty. Okay. All right. Let's do this now. Um, have you done any singing at all? Uh, not not. I can sing a little bit. Not. You know, I'm not a singer singer, but you know, I could I could I could blow a little bit, but not 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 professionally. But you know. Right. Right. But you're you're pretty good at holding a note at least, though, right? Yeah, I can I can hold a note. Uh huh. Okay, not bad, not bad at all. Are you good working out in the heat? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. At this point, man, I'm I'm willing to take anything. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Okay, how long you been out of work? Ah, uh, man, for about a good about a year and a half now. Okay, well, man, we're gonna try to fix that for you. I know uh, with the way the economy is, you know, I I know how people can be out of work and not be able to find what they're looking for. But I, I think we've got something up our alley now. Let me ask you this question: Are, are you good working barefooted? Barefooted? Yeah, without without shoes on at all. Uh, well, I mean, I I, the, I guess if the job requires it, then I mean, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Now we're gonna start Monday morning right at sunrise. So we're talking about five thirty, six o'clock here. We're gonna need you uh, to report to the field to actually get ready. Okay. It, it, what kind of job is this? I mean, uh, uh, what you're going to be doing, William, is you're going to what you're going to be doing is actually picking cotton, and we want you to do it barefooted, and we we'd like for you to actually sing uh, while you're doing it. <laughs> man, you got to be kidding me, man! Are you serious? I'm dead serious. The job pays uh, ten bucks an hour. You know, we're going to get you some good hours out wait, there. I know wait, it's going to be. A, Wait a minute, wait a minute, man. Uh, I mean, with all due respect, man. I mean that. I mean, you talking about picking cotton and bare feet and and ten dollars an hour, man. I don't. Don't forget, I, I I do need you singing. It's gonna be a. Do you know any Negro spirituals? No, I don't. And I don't. I don't. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> who is this again? Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm Daniel. I'm one of the uh, employees here. I work at. Employment agency, you know, I pulled up your file and, and saw how long you've been out of work, and, you know, I, I've got something that I think you'll be perfect for. Okay, but what, I mean, what is this job really about? I mean, you talk, you're talking about picking cotton. Well, you, you know, basically and, it's kind of like a, you're getting paid 
you know, the ten bucks an hour, you're probably going to get about ten hours in a day. So, so you know, you, you're going to make a hundred bucks a day. It's 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 a it's it's kind of like slavery, but it's not. It's I mean, whoa, you get whoa, paid. Whoa, whoa. hold up, hold up, brother, hold up. Uh, <laughs> man, I didn't sign on for nothing like this, man. I mean, I'm I'm thinking you guys are supposed to be helping me with a up to date job. I mean, slavery don't even exist no more, man. I mean, I mean, it, it does not exist. Way, we are going to pay you. You understand, but we do want you barefooted. Man, you are telling me I gotta I gotta sing and walk barefooted, picking cotton, singing some slavery songs, bro. I don't do no like that, man. I'm I'm voting Tuesday, man. This, this that slavery is over with, man. What the hell are you talking about? I can't believe. What, 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 what did you say, man? I'm I'm thinking that you guys are gonna be finding me a a job, a job, it job. That's not a damn job. job man. Regardless of 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 what, how you like it, it's a job. Now, I need you to report first, 5 o'clock Monday all, morning out in the field with no shoes and ready to sing your song and pick Man, I am not reporting no damn where at 5 o'clock in the morning at no damn field, brother. I mean, I, I don't know why, they, why you even calling me with this. Matter of fact, matter of fact, you you know what? Go ahead and send my off because I'll go over there and talk to these people in the beginning because y'all need to be reported. Like I said, five o'clock in the morning, report. You don't have, if you, you can wear your shoes. Man, I, 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 listen, Buck, Buck, listen to me. First of all, nah, nah, my name ain't Buck. And matter of fact, what's your name? Because you know what? I will be at this tomorrow just to meet your because this don't make no sense, man. You calling my phone talking about some slavery work, man. You must be out of your mind talking this are you looking for work or are you not looking for work? No, I'm not looking for that kind of work, dude. I mean, you calling my phone telling me about some slave work? It's work, though. You it's must work. Be out you got to get paid. Mind. Matter of fact, what what is your name? What is your I'm name? Daniel. You can kiss my ass, okay? Listen, kiss my I don't want to go back and forth I'm not with you. doing no type of like that. Matter of fact, y'all agency can lose all my information. You're going to get your black I mean, hang on. You're going to get your butt out there and you're going to do what you Did need to do. Did you just say get my black well, you know what? I will be there. Put my down. Can I can I say one more thing, please? What 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 the else you gotta say, man? You didn't say it a mouthful already. I, I gotta say this. This is nephew Tommy from Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Katrina got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> what? The who? <laughs> William, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Ain't Show. You this. <laughs> Man, I can't believe she did some <laughs> like that, man. And, and and she know I'm looking for a job, man. I bet you won't be saying that when the bills come in next month. <laughs> hey, man, I'm five foot eight, 150 pounds. But uh, when I'm ready to get in your, I will get all up in your. I be and she know that. She know that. I be. Oh, I'm gonna get hot. Oh man. I got one more thing I gotta ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Cotton ain't never hurt nobody. Oh, you know shut saying? up, you. A Lil Cotton. Steve. A Lil Cotton ain't never oh, hurt nobody. Man. Oh, come on. What? Oh. Picking cotton. This is $10 an hour. That, you that's ain't right there. Nobody. ass whooped though right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need you here barefoot. barefoot. 
in the morning, Buck. Hey, man. Buck, Buck do you know any Negro <laughs> spirit? call him Buck, I was through with your ass. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right, we got to go, guys. Coming up, thank you, nephew. <laughs> Top of the hour, we got entertainment and national news. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. All. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody, whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. In today's Tell Me Something Good segment, here is some great news. It's not just good news, it's great news. Steve, tell us about your Harvey Foundation virtual mentoring session on Mentoring Mondays. Today is Tuesday. Yesterday we saw a young man who wanted to be an actor and he told you his favorite TV show was Chicago PD and you surprised him with one of the stars from the show Chicago PD actor LaRoyce Hawkins. He joined in on a mentoring session. It was so cool. Take a listen. What's your favorite TV show? Um, my favorite um, TV show is Chicago PD. How we doing? What's, what's up, man? How we doing, big bro? Everything all right? Yeah, what's up, soldier? I can't complain. Mark Way, what's up, big bro? What's up? <laughs> hey, you motivate me a lot. I want to be an actor myself. You, you want to be an actor? Yes, sir. You look like an actor to me. <laughs> hey, Hawkins, man, what would you say to him? as a young man that's uh, inspired to get into the field you in. Man, Mark Quay, the first thing I want to tell you is that your faith has to be stronger than your feelings. And you know this, uh, big bro, they tell you that you don't got it, and you know that you were born with it. But your faith is what's going to continue to allow you to keep trying each and every day to make sure that you go into those rooms and that you're studying the craft, that you're that you're going to make sure those dreams come true no matter what. That I like that. So cool. I like that. Oh, the whole interview is really, really powerful because the little boy Mm -hmm. had no idea. I just want to thank so many of the uh, people, man, when 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 we get them on the phone and say, can you help us with this, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they don't hesitate, man. I've had Ray Lewis do it for me. You know, it's just really, really amazing, man. And so it's a good show, too, Steve. What, Chicago? Chicago PD. Chicago PD is a great show, man. Yeah. Never seen it probably is. I know, I know. I got time to watch it now, though. <laughs> you can binge watch it now. <laughs> you can watch. You can get caught up if you want to. Boy, right, 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 right. I got time to watch everything, but this this uh, Mentoring Mondays is really, 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 really helpful uh, in a lot of ways. And even for me, um, I love that God has placed me in a position to 
understand um, how important it is to give back, mm-hmm. uh, to, to share uh, information with people, especially young boys, man, in the African-American community. They, yeah. they need it, man. Yeah. When you don't have a father, man, it's rough. It's mm-hmm. rough. And so yeah. it's, it's, it's just been a great thing, man, and it's really taken off. It's gone viral, a lot of the clips. And so what it does, even more so, it helps young people who watch it you know, mm-hmm. it may not be there for the live version of it, but the people who catch it when it goes viral is helping a lot of people. So really proud of that. You know what? I um I watch it, Steve, and you just it makes you want to keep watching it and watch more. It is just so cool to see you mentoring and giving back and to watch these young men, their reactions. They're so grateful and so yeah. appreciative. But you know, it's not hard. Yeah. Look, I don't know more about manhood than any other grown man. Mm-hmm. But you do know more about manhood than a 14-year-old boy right. or a 17-year-old boy. Right. And if you just take the time out to share what you know with the young man, he'll sit there eyes wide open because he's trying to figure it out, man. And we need just men to do it. So, like, I'm, I'm an expert on manhood, but so is every other grown man. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't got no lock on manhood. Right. So there you have it, Stephen. You're saying you don't have to be famous or celebrity to mentor. Hell so, no. Yeah, let's get to work. All right, time for today's Hell headlines. No. Hell no. <laughs> Come on, we got to switch gears. Come on, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Uh, the Senate committee is scheduled to hear arguments on whether it's safe for America to reopen, yet it's apparently not safe enough for the witnesses to actually be there in the flesh. That's the funny part. Uh, in fact, all four members of the White House Corona Task Force is going to be, they're going to be taking part in the hearings remotely. They can't go in the flesh. There'll be three of them are self-quarantined after becoming in contact with contaminated people. And the fourth person is actually the chairman of the committee, GOP Senator Lamar Alexander. He's going to be hosting the hearing from home. Home because he says that a member of his staff has tested positive. And Senator Alexander tells NBC's Meet the Press that he'd rather know that the people around him have been thoroughly tested. If you take a test and you know that you don't have COVID-19 and you know that everybody around you took a test that same day, you're going to have enough confidence to go back to work and back to school. President Trump insisted all the testing just makes America look bad. Donald Trump, by the way, resisting pressure from congressional Democrats to sign on to another coronavirus relief package, saying that the country needs to wait and see first what the results of the trillions already in circulation by way of previous stimulus packages do. Even though the latest unemployment figures are the highest they've been since the Great Depression, Trump predicts that when it's all over, the economy will spring back well, very strongly. Some 30 governors have asked the Trump administration to provide funded legal services for those affected by the coronavirus pandemic. However, so far to no avail, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, usually provides a disaster legal services, apparently hotlines anyway, for people to call for hurricanes, wildfires, floods, earthquakes, you know, people who need to, to advice as to how to fill out paperwork, how to apply for certain assistance. But despite the request, the president has not approved those services for pandemic victims and legal groups around the country say there's an enormous need for legal help right now. The Georgia Attorney General's office has appointed yet another prosecutor to take over the Ahmad Arbery case. Cobb County District Attorney Joyette Holmes is to lead the probe into the murder of 25-year-old of, of the 25-year-old black man shot to death about three blocks away from his home in Brunswick, Georgia, while jogging. 
D.A. Holmes is the first black woman to serve in that position. Meanwhile, the state attorney general is pledging to investigate the handling of Arbery's murder, while the furious public demands action against the two local law officials who ignored the case and sat on it for two months without bringing any charges, especially uh, the local D.A. who accepted the two white men's claims that it was in self-defense when the video shows the opposite. Today, instant fatigue day. You know what that means. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, what is going on with Mike Tyson? His boxing boy, training boy, boy. video. Boy. Did I send it to y'all? <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Boy, My Mike is ready, baby. Okay, so what's Thank going Tommy. on? He's Thank throwing you. them hands. <laughs> Made my day. Okay, Mike Tyson is 53 years old. He and Vander Holyfield are both making their comeback. They're interested in getting back in the ring to raise money for charities through exhibition fights. But y'all go. Steve, use the box. This on y'all, fellas. Let me ask this. Junior, are they talking about fighting each other? No, I think they're just coming back. They're just coming back. Okay, okay. I don't want to see them fight each other. I'd rather go see them fight somebody else. I, I, I want him to go get in there with Deontay Wilder. I want to see that right there. <laughs> All that Noah Deontay was talking about. But, but, Mike but, but just you, told you, I'm back. But, Junior, Ooh. we need about four or five fights before we get to Deontay. I think we need a few before we get to Deontay. You don't think so? Boy, that's Did Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike is cold, man. I'm on Mike's side. I'm putting all my money on Mike. I'm with Mike I, for sure. But now yeah. listen yes. to me. Listen, I love this. Listen to me. We listen. Mike 53, man. You need a couple more fights now. It don't matter. Your hands just ain't what they was at 53. See, that video, he outstanding in that video. But 20 years ago? Oh, he was brutal. Oh, Jesus. He was brutal. Oh. I think he still has the same strength. You need two things. Your fast twitch muscle cannot be the same. Okay. Mike, 53. You be 53 next week. Yeah. What about right. you is the same as it was when it was 23? What? Nothing. Nothing at all. Hair gone. Yeah. Yeah. Speed gone. Your fast Shut twitch up, Junior. muscle. Junior say your speed gone. That was obvious from the race. Yeah. Shut up, No, Paul. but let me tell you something, though. Tommy was running in that race. Tommy looked good. Form yeah. and everything, warmer, yes. everything. But yes. I tried to tell Tommy. Junior was in his 30s. I said, Tommy... I kept saying his fast twitch muscle is in the 30s. Yours in the 50s. Yeah. It's different. Hey, man, let me tell you something. I was on treadmill the other day. What you put And I up? put the treadmill up to 10 speed. And I struck out for about 15 seconds at 10. Yeah. I said, woo, I'm rolling. I looked at the video. I said, damn. What? What? It was a fight. That wasn't fast at, at all. all. <laughs> that, but in but in but in my in, in my your mind, mind though, in your mind. Whoo, oh, oh you when was, they see this tape, Steve Harvey running at ten miles an hour. Man, I played that tape back. I went, damn, why that look like a foe? <laughs> Uh, all right, well, we're going to be watching Mike Tyson. We're going to be watching Mike, baby. Mike. I got my money on Mike, though. I, I got my Mike. money on Mike. I just love his spirit, man. Uh-huh. All right, oh, guys. We're going sw- to switch gears real quick. Coming up at 34 after the hour, Georgia's attorney general has named a new prosecutor in the Ahmaud Arbery case. We're going to talk about it right after this. Yes, I saw You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The fatal shooting of 25-year-old Ahmaud Arbery has caused national 
outrage. And the suspects, 64-year-old Greg McMichael and his 34-year-old son, Travis McMichael, were arrested on May 7th and faced charges of murder and aggravated assault. Now, mm. this is this is difficult to hear. And according to TMZ, the autopsy re- revealed that Mr. Aubrey was killed by multiple gunshot wounds, two close range to his chest, and one grazed his uh, right wrist. And the coroner noted the manner of death was murder. The tests also show that Mr. Aubrey had no drugs or alcohol in his system. Georgia's Attorney General Chris Chris Carr has uh, appointed Cobb County District Attorney Joette Holmes to take over the case. Now, in a statement, the Attorney General said that District Attorney Holmes' office has the resources and personnel and experience to lead this prosecution and ensure justice is done. Also, there are reports, uh, we were talking about this earlier before we even got on the air, that the federal officials are weighing in and the possibility of including federal hate crime charges, Steve. This has to be this way. Yes. And uh, I'm very happy with, first of all, Don Lemon jumped on this on CNN, but his buddy, Chris Chris Cuomo, is in full mode, man. Yes. Now and we need I that. haven't I haven't gone over to see what Fox is saying about this, mm-hmm. but they have a tendency, and I don't know because I haven't seen it yet. So just let me say this, but they have a tendency not to report stuff like this. I they just so. have a tendency. I think and someone this is not talking Steve, about um, it at all. You no, don't think I think, they think and it's a huge story. But I don't know if they're I don't know if they're not reporting it, but attacking the people as murderers. Have you heard any different, Carla? I did. I think I heard that uh, Arbery's mother was on Fox News yesterday. I do believe right. that. I'm going to research that more because I didn't see it, but I think I did hear that. So I need the- I need everybody mm-hmm. in America, and I'm not I'm not demanding it. I'm asking it to be as appalled about this as you would if it was your child. Until we get all the hate crime units involved the Jewish Defense League, the ACLU, until we come to each other's aid. Because in order to stop hate crimes, they got to know that we have a massive affront against hate crimes. This is a hate crime. Mm -hmm. This is racism, bigotry, at its highest level. So Mm -hmm. if the Jewish Defense League could go, you know what, this is crazy. We gonna go down here and help them. Because what has never worked in the past is when black people protest about this. It doesn't work. Colin Kaepernick was on his knees for this very thing right here. And yeah. look how they flipped it around. Yeah, this is why we he just have to. Yes. We have to have whites get involved here to make this work. And so I'm good when I see Newt. See, I want to know what the Washington Post is doing about this, mm-hmm. what the New York Times is doing about this, what is Fox doing about this? Because mm-hmm. what is the Today Show? What is Good Morning America doing about this? Because this has to be an outcry for the nation to stop this. This is supposed to be America. Yeah. Land of the free, home of the brave. Mm-hmm. They fight for these constitutions. The Fifth Amendment, the Second Amendment. But what about the one that says we all have the inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness? And if your happiness is going for a jog that day, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to be killed. 
That's right. right. If your joy for that day is playing music a little bit loud, you shouldn't have to die that day. That's right. If your joy that day is talking on your cell phone, you shouldn't have to die that day. If you just on the street selling some cigarettes, you shouldn't have to die that day. And America has to be appalled at this. There was a white guy on TikTok that was really upset. But yeah, we need more of that in yes. order to, to fix this problem that we have. And this is a prime example to really get started down that road. All right. We can't let up. That's exactly right, Steve. Uh, coming up next, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Nephew is here. He has a prank phone call for us to give yes, us some I laughter. Do. Yeah, lighten yeah. us up. We'll do it right after yeah. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, the subject is my wife is trying to compete with my mother. Now, Shirley is out today, and Steve will read the letter, and uh, we'll take it from there. But right now, it's time for the nephew. He is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Let's get on in it, baby. Six to ten. Ain't before I sound real simple, don't you? Let's let's run it. Come on, cat. Show him what six to ten is. Watch this right here. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to speak to a Latrenda, please. This is Latrenda. Who is hey, this? Uh, hey, you work at the sandwich shop? Yes, I do. Who is this? Okay, was you there? Did you work last Wednesday, like from six to, I guess six to close? Yeah, I work every Wednesday. Yeah. Who who is this? Hey, my name is Ralph. Uh, and I I, I basically um uh. uh you know, looked around to try and get your phone number. I got a bit of a complaint. Right. Wait, 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 wait. You calling me with a complaint on my cell phone? Who gave you my number? Uh, I've done the research to get your number, ma'am. And what I'm calling you about is while I was in there getting a sandwich and eating, I'm realizing that you came out of the bathroom without washing your hands. And when well, she- first of all, you need to be calling the corporate headquarters if you got a complaint. Or you call that 800 number on the back of your receipt. Don't be calling my cell phone. Whoever gave you gave you my cell phone, I'm a whoop they. Hey, listen, listen. The problem is, is that you coming out not washing your hands. No, no. The problem, I don't never come out and not wash my hands. First of all, you I've been uh, working. This, at, I've been working there for three years. Okay. Don't be coming at me with no bull that I hadn't came out and not washed my hands. I guess you ain't been washing your hands for no three years, and you 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 coming out, you know, unsanitized, and this way you treating people. Hold on, hold on. Don't first of all, don't be calling my phone talking about I, I ain't washed my hands. Like I said, I've been there three years. I've been employee of the month six times. Don't be coming to me with none of this bull. I don't know like, how don't you employee of the month. You must be the nasty employee of the month because you're coming out. You're not washing your hands. I saw you scratch who your the, head who and the your face. And you who ain't putting this? no gloves on. Who is? I always put gloves on my hands. Oh, you you ain't have no gloves on there last week. I don't know who the hell you think you are, but don't be calling my phone with this bull. You need to be calling headquarters if you got a complaint. I tell you what, I'm going to call headquarters. I'm coming there tomorrow to see if you're going to be up in there with some gloves on or you're going to come out there to, out of the bathroom again with the same thing. Come on no. up there. I'm going to be there from 6 to close. 6 to close. And I bet you if you come up there tomorrow, I'm going to make a sandwich out your you going to do what? I'm going to make a sandwich out your Who you think you're talking to? Yo, you said your name was Ralph, right? Don't be calling my phone with this Hey, let me tell you something. All I'm saying to you is this right here. If I come up in there tomorrow and find out you ain't got them gloves on, you gonna mess around and get whooped. Oh, uh, you gonna whoop my? You gonna whoop six to ten? I'm gonna be up there from six to ten, and I ain't gonna call nobody. I ain't calling my brothers, my cousins, my uncles, or nothing. I'm gonna whoop. 
by myself. Excuse me, you go, you, 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 you finna try to take on a man? I'ma whoop your by myself. That's what I said. You need to get your little nasty behind in the bathroom and wash your hands Six and keep and put a or put one of them nets ten. on your head Six so you don't become up there some people food like that. Bring your on up there. Six to ten. You know where I work. Six to ten, and I'm gonna whoop your. Who you think you're talking to? I don't even know who the you are, but I'm gonna know your tomorrow. I'm gonna know you tomorrow. Bring your on up there. Six to ten, and I'm gonna whoop your. I'm coming up there tomorrow. Come on. Come I'm coming on. up there tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm gonna show you how to be sanitized. I'm gonna be with some gloves on. Do you hear me? You gonna be my and you steady talking about whooping. That's cool. Bring your up there. We gonna see who gonna get that whoop. What kind of man is you anyways to be talking about fighting a woman? You a you a what? What you call me? A b t h. I'm coming up there to see you tomorrow. Is you is you gonna be ready when I get up there? What kind of you anyway? Gonna call up here so much you gonna fight female over some hand wash? Bring your and I'm gonna show you what it is. Six to ten. I'm gonna be here at six. Matter of fact, I'm gonna be here at five forty-five. Bring your up here five o'clock in, and I'm gonna whoop your. Who you think you talking to? I don't give a who I'm talking to. Bring up here tomorrow, six to ten. You gonna see? You gonna see what's up? I got one more thing to say to you before I come up there tomorrow. I don't give a what you got to say. I don't care. I'm gonna whoop your. Say that. I got. I got one more thing I need what? to say. What listen you to me. To say? What? Are you listening? What? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, who you? You say who? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> Hey, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man. You just got pranked by your coworker. Man, you man. See, man, y'all got me, man. That's all right. Six to ten tomorrow. I got something for her. She gonna have to watch her back every hour, every hour on the hour. I got something for her. I ain't gonna hurt her, but I'm definitely gonna do it in tomorrow. Believe that. Was you ready though? I was. Hell yeah. I was gonna whoop. Go, man. You don't even know what you had in store for you. You was going to have your uncle come pull me off, and that probably wouldn't have been enough either. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby girl. What What's is what is the baddest radio station in the land? You already know, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man, give me some. Give me some, man. Give me some, man. Tommy, let me tell you something, man. The one was thing ready. that was for show. He was going to be there. She was going to be there. But her, she was going to have her uncles and brothers there. See, she said she was setting you up. Ooh, she, she said, you have no idea what was in store for you. <laughs> she said, I was going to be there at 545. 545. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, who are you calling? B? Uh-uh. Don't spell it, Junior, no more. <laughs> B? Oh, H. H. You heard what Boy. I said. Dog. Ah. Who you calling up here, dog? Who kind of kind of man is you with your ass talking about you gonna jump on a female? I got something for you. Come on. No, I'm gonna fight you myself. But but dog, but dog, let me tell you something. She was about about that life. She was about that life for real. But he was gonna come in that restaurant, dog. And let me tell you something. It was finna be some dudes sitting around in there waiting. Dog, they was gonna warm him. 
Oh man. She told she you said, to call the complaint you, line. I bet you I'ma know you tomorrow. I'm gonna <laughs> You need to call the 800 number on the back of the receipt. You ain't supposed no, to be calling my phone. Yeah. yeah. What is she? You got any complaints, the 1-800 number on the back of your receipt. <laughs> Who the blank? But she was cussing so much. It was so many beeps, I had to turn my That's head. That's the shortest prank with the most beeps <laughs> yes. ever. Yes. She right. actually flatlined for about 10 seconds. Dog, really? she <laughs> let you have it. <laughs> Been here three years. I've been employee of the month six times. Dog, <laughs> uh. so she proud of that accomplishment. Dog, no. no, that means something. Yeah, that she means should. Something. She earned that. Mm-hmm. You didn't understand, you girl. I'm, I'm, I'm good at this here. Yeah. I what always wash my hands. Like I said, black people get mad at you. When you start hearing black people use a lot of numbers, they ain't mad at you. What, what six you to ten, six-time employee of the month, three Been years, one number. Statistics, dog. When they start giving you numerals, they, they, we try just so you got the facts straight, because when I whoop your ass, you're going to need to know all this here. Uh, I want Five, you to know we been here three years. Six to close. <laughs> Matter of fact, come at 545. I'm going to whoop your ass before I clock in. <laughs> she said, we, we ain't even got to interfere with my shift. <laughs> oh, I got man. regular customers coming uh, here. They just as nice as they want to be eating man. these sandwiches and everything. You in here. Let me get, you, let, get this ass whooping out the way <laughs> so I can go on and handle she you heard what I said. Zero. B. Don't you do B. it. What did I say? <laughs> H. You heard what I said. Man, that was worth it. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, nephew. Hey, I'm here for it, baby. I'm here for it. Yes, you are. You're the king. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, the strawberry letter. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Shirley Strawberry is out today, so Steve Harvey will read the letter and I will respond and Steve will respond and the crew is here. Come on, nephew. 
Let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Draw up every letter. I just let you do it today because I ain't going to get <laughs> into nice. it. Oh, my bad. My bad. I no, forgot. it's okay. Probably ain't going to let it go down tomorrow. Though. <laughs> uh, subject, my wife is trying to compete with my mother. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 48-year-old married man, and I'm tired of having the same fight with my wife every year on Mother's Day weekend. I am truly blessed to have my mom and both of my grandmothers still alive. So every Mother's Day, I drive for three hours each way so I can spend the day with them. And each year, my wife gets upset with me because she says I should spend the day with her. My wife and I don't have any children together, but she has two grown children from a previous marriage. Now, since we've been married, my wife has dinner with her own mother for Mother's Day, and I never complain. I think it's great. This year, just like every year, I got my wife some flowers, a card, gave her some cash for Mother's Day. I put some steaks on the grill. We had a nice romantic dinner on Saturday night. The next morning on Mother's Day, I got up early, hit the highway. I got home Sunday night around 8 p.m., and my wife had a big attitude with me. She told me that I'm a mama's boy, and maybe I should go live with my mama. She asked why I prefer to spend Mother's Day with my mom and grandmothers instead of spending the day with her. And I told her, because you are not my mama. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> and my mom, and I don't understand why this hurts her feelings so much. My wife and my mom are really close, and they talk several times a week, so I don't see what the problem is. I honestly do not think that my wife should expect me to go all out for her on Mother's Day. I go all out and spoil her for her birthday, her anniversary, and other special days, but Mother's Day is not her day. Brother Steve, am I wrong about this? Please help. Mm. Call her for real. All right, Steve. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a 48-year-old married man, you and your wife. Y'all are so fortunate and blessed to still have both your moms and you have both your grandmothers still living. They got the good genes. That's a blessing. Anyway, every year for Mother's Day, you and your wife, you both celebrate Mother's Day with your moms and you drive three hours away to go see your mom and grandma to celebrate. But on the day before, you celebrate Mother's Day with your wife. Now, listen, we all want want to be celebrated when it's our day. So in her mind, her husband doesn't celebrate the actual Mother's Day with her, so she is just jealous. That's it. You guys argue about it. You tell her, that's my mom. She tells you, you're a mama's boy. But marriage is about compromise. So since your wife and your mom, they talk on the phone, they're cool. Why can't y'all have one big Mother's Day celebration? I don't know. Why can't your wife drive down and celebrate with your mom and grandmothers? But then she may be thinking, my mom doesn't want to do all that. So how about this? Y'all rotate. Rotate Saturdays and Sundays. So like you did this year, you did Saturday with your wife, and then she was with her mom on Sunday, and you were with your mom and grandma and them on Sunday. Then next year on Saturday, you drive down, celebrate with your mom and grandmothers, and then they'll understand that you're going to actually spend Mother's Day with your wife and mother-in-law on Mother's Day. Y'all got to compromise because take it from somebody whose mom and grandmothers have passed away. Mother's Day can be hard. It can be a very painful day. Life is short. Y'all got to stop arguing about this and compromise and come together. 
And that's my answer. Steve? Well, I agree with what Carla is saying, but a little bit in a little bit different way. Okay. Carla has a great answer for you. But I'm going to speak from the male perspective, too. I think eventually what's going to have to happen if your wife doesn't see this is you're going to have to go the route Carla said. But here's the deal. You got your mom and both your grandmother still alive. You all have any idea how rare that is? That's very rare. I'm telling you. you have any idea how rare. rare this is? So every Mother's Day, you get in your car and you drive and you spend time with them. And then your wife upset with you because she said you ought to spend the day with her. Now, here's the part. Your wife and you don't have any children together. So she's not the mother of your children. Which, see, you got you to gotta filter that in, y'all. Okay. You're not the mother. I've got that you're a mother, but you're from two kids from a previous marriage. And they grown. And since you've been married, your wife has dinner with her own mother every Mother's Day, and I never complain. Every Mother's Day, she with her mother. I think it's great. But this year, like every year, I got my wife some flowers, car, gave her some cash for Mother's Day, put the steaks on the grill. We had a nice romantic dinner Saturday night. Next morning on Mother's Day, I got up early. I hit the highway. I get home, 8 p.m. My wife had a big attitude with me. And then she told the man, you a mama's boy, and maybe you should go live with your mama. That right there, that's that's called unfair fighting. That's called unfair fighting. Why is he a mama's boy? Because he get up and drive three hours to go see his mother and both his grandmother. When you get up and have dinner with your mother every Mother's Day and probably your two kids. But this man can't go see the woman that bought him in this world. Hmm. Uh, I'll be back. All right. Well, Steve will be back. At 23 after the hour, part two of his response today's Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. My wife is trying to compete with my mother's 48-year-old man married to his wife. Uh, and every Mother's Day, they get in an argument. Now, this man's mom is still living, and both of his grandmothers. So every Mother's Day, he get in the car, and he drive three hours each way. So he can spend the day with them. And every year his wife get upset because she says he should spend the day with her. Now, here's the piece in this letter that fixes it for me. Him and his wife don't have any children together. But she got two grown children from a previous marriage. And since we've been married, every year his wife has dinner with her own mother for Mother's Day, and I never complain. I think it's great. Well, this year, like every year, I got my wife some flowers, the cars, gave her some cash on Mother's Day, put some steaks on the grill Saturday night on romantic dinner. The next morning, I got up, I hit the highway. He get home on Sunday night, 8 p.m. Wife got a big attitude with him. Told me that he is a mama's boy, and maybe I should go live with my mama. Why? The man is trying to honor his mother who bought him in this world. See, if you a man and you don't have your mama no more, come on. If you a woman and ain't got your mama no more, you you mm. you 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 don't know what that is. Cause see, lady, you still got your mother. I'm telling you, man. 
But Mother's Day get real rough around here. Yes, sir. When she gone. Father's mm-hmm. Day get real rough around mm-hmm. here. See, you, you, you don't know. But to dog him out for going to pay homage to his mother who bought him in the world and the woman who bought her in the world. Mm-hmm. But while you sitting at the house having dinner with your mama. Come on. You having dinner with your mama. And you tripping. And then yeah. you mad at him because so you want it all. Yeah. You want your yes. mama, your husband, your yeah. kids. Yeah. He can't get his mama. Y'all ain't got no kids. He can't say nothing to his grandmama. Oh, lady, you tripping. See, that's why Mom. I ain't with no compromise. The compromise is one day a year. That's mm-hmm. the compromise. Mm-hmm. He got oh, both his that. grandmamas. Mm-hmm. And he got a mama. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. trying to show some love to them. One day a year. He said in the letter, you get spoiled on your birthday, your anniversary, and any other special day. But Mother's Day is not your day. You did. You ain't gave this man no children. It's okay. Yes. Yes. The, the compromise is you get your mother every year. That's the compromise. He don't mm-hmm. never stop that. But he can't go see his. You can have yours, but he can't have his. That's yeah. unfair. Yeah. That's unfair. Yeah, and then your wife, yeah. you really close to his mother. They talk several times a week. So you don't see what the problem is. You can talk to her, but you don't want to give her no day. Yeah. Why his mother can't have a day? I don't understand Hello. that. Yeah, yeah. What's she's, up with you? She's jealous or so selfish. Are you, yeah, and Carla's right. It's jealousy. No, yeah. it's selfishness. Yeah. <clears throat> you want it all. Mm-hmm. You don't want to compromise one day to let this man go see his mama and grandmama while they still here. He going to mm-hmm. lose them one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my good. Dear, what you going to do? How hard you going to be crying at the funeral? Acting a fool. Oh, Acting flipping a stuff fool. over. Yes. Yes. See, so, no. No. So, I don't see the problem. I honestly do not think my wife should expect me to go all out for her on Mother's Day. He giving you the day before to honor you as a mother. Mm-hmm. You all don't have any children today, but you want to stop this man from loving the one woman that gave him life. I wish mm-hmm. I would. Gave him life, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And you can't give her that day. You get Christmas. You get all the other special holidays, anniversaries, birthdays, and you want Mother's Day too? You selfish, lady. Come on now. How you can't let this man do this? Because let me ask you something. God forbid the day come when he lose his mother or the day come he lose his grandmama. (laughs) Let me tell you something. And let's say you talk him out of that Mother's Day. And he yeah. don't get over there. He and don't. then she gone. Yes, it's Steve. He'll never forgive her. Let he me tell you something, done. lady. Yes. That's over. Yes. Let me yes. tell you something. You That's think right, he gone Steve. now. Mm-hmm. You looking at some man that might not forgive you for that. Yeah. Because that's a strong one. That's and how you, as a woman, yeah. can't under who have two children, cannot understand how his mother may feel. Yeah. The man, all he trying to do, he ain't dogging you on Mother's Day. He just going to make three older women feel special. If he 48, I don't know how old his mom is, but his grandmama and him, they old. Mm-hmm. They still old. Be living? They and he can't be doing all that traveling. And, yeah, three hours? That's, that yeah, could be a plane ride. Right. Ain't nobody coming down here to sit around you and your mama. Just cooked for you last night. Damn. Damn. You just selfish. You downright selfish. And I don't get it, man. And, and brother Steve, am I wrong about this? Nah, man, you ain't wrong no. on this one. 
yeah. your wife has to be a little bit more understanding. I'm supposed to go do my mom and you do your mom. I just <laughs> yeah. cooked for you last night, then bought you some stuff. We done made love. I done cooked out on the grill. I done gave you some money. What is wrong with yeah. you? Do your mom, I'm do my mom. Yeah. The problem is you're trying to out-mama me. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> you're not supposed to out-mama me. Do your mom, I'm going to do my mama and my grandmama. I'm going to do them. Yeah. He ain't a mama's boy. He love her. That's right. Thank Steve. you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at steveharveyfm.com. My mama, on, my, <laughs> your mama? mama? My mama on Instagram or Facebook. And make sure you check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, we're going to talk about family feud in Africa right after Uh-oh. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, you are worldwide and international celebrity. And folks, you know, we love Junior. We love watching Family Feud here in the States. But now, Family Feud Africa on YouTube. We are loving it. We are watching it. Now, your reaction to the... I saw this clip, and I thought it was so funny. Your reaction is too funny to this question. Take a listen. Name something that makes your heart beat faster. Anga. Huh? Anga. 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 Angry. Anga. When you're angry. Oh, angry. Oh. Anga. Man. Man. Hey, man. My, my African brothers. Mm-hmm. See, I have an accent over there. Yeah, everybody understands what each other saying. Yeah, I be I be just a fish out of water sometimes, man. He said, mm-hmm. "Anga." Now I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out "Anga," so I'm repeating it to see what it sounds like. There's nothing I could come up. "Anga." Yeah, make your heart beat Anga, fast. "Anga," yeah. "Anga," who is she? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was like an African woman named like "Aga Aga Subile." Uh, some fine chick or something like that. You know, I didn't know who it was. I was trying to work it out. I've never seen her. Like as a model or something? Yeah, Anga Sabili. I've never seen her. She make your heart beat fast? Anga. Anga. Did it. Boy, when he straightened out, said, Angry. Oh, hold up, dog. You saying anger? Yes. (laughs) Man, you ought to see this clip. Bruh. Man, let me tell you something. No. It's actually funnier because there's so many funny moments on uh, Family Feud. The question was name something that can ruin a wedding. Mm -hmm. The guy says no pasta and I said well damn dog no pasta. You know y'all in Africa why is pasta so important? And then the lady in the crowd said Steve he mean the priest. I said pastor? (laughs) Dog, he said, no pasta. pasta. Right, well, dog, y'all can't got no chicken or nothing. <laughs> now, you ain't got the cake, I understand. Y'all all out of chicken, y'all out of yeah. beef. But if you out of pasta, you'll be all yeah. right. Boy, right. that was a hell of a... So go to YouTube, you all, and check out Family Feud Africa and just sit around and enjoy it while you're locked up. There's some funny moments on that show, man. Thank y'all for watching. All right, Steve, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to... Anger. You're going to have some anger when I tell you about this. What's up with the president and the vice president 
COVID-19 rules, the leadership in Washington, do as I say, not as I do. We'll talk about it at the top. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. The U.S. coronavirus death toll passes 80 Thousand. That's a lot of people. That is is horrific, unbelievable. (laughs) The most reported deaths of any country in the world. And most states, we are now moving towards, you know, reopening. Now, the coronavirus has arrived at the White House, and the White House is taking extra safety precautions in the West Wing after two staffers tested positive for coronavirus. The West Wing will also undergo a deep cleaning every day. But, you know, it's just like Whoopi Goldberg said on The View the other day. She said if the White House can't figure out how to keep the coronavirus out of the workplace, how can they tell everybody, the president, to go back to work? So, you know, guys, uh, what's going on? The president went off yesterday on an Asian-American uh, reporter at the press conference. And um, I just don't understand. Do as I say, not as I do. He won't why, wear a mask, why, social distancing. Why do y'all not understand this every day? What? We talk about this every day. How come we don't understand him? We got him now. It was four years. <laughs> he, 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 gonna, he ain't changing. He is consistent. He ain't he changed. Is- he is the worst possible person that you can have in that White House. I just think he's the worst. I just think that we have a person who has never been in the service business of anyone but himself. Yeah. And when you're a national leader, you have to be in the service of people. You have to govern. In order to govern, you have to lead. In order to lead, they have to feel like you have their best interests at heart. At no point can you think he has your best interests at heart. Everything he does seems to be self-indulgent. I just don't see how people don't see this. And his staunch supporters, it's so crazy, man. It doesn't matter what he says or what he does. They are A-OK with it. And that's scary. That's frightening. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very frightening. It's like 
he's not leading by example, not wearing the mask. I mean, here you are. You had these scientists, Dr. Fauci, all yeah. these medical doctors telling us what to do to quarantine, to social social distancing, and he's not doing any of that, or the vice president, for that matter. None of them are doing it. I mean, you actually looking at somebody who does not care about regular, hardworking people. He is not concerned about that because why would you make people go back and it's not safe? Who is going to be at work if everybody getting sick? He forced the meat packing plants yeah. to reopen. Yeah. You know, ah. you, you know, With you know what will scare me? Coronavirus. You know what yeah, go ahead, me? Tommy. Go ahead. What'll scare me is if he start doing stuff we think he ought to be doing. If he start doing then I'm really scared now because this is a setup. So you're saying you, you are never shocked. You are never, I'm never surprised. Shocked. I'm always ready that that's, he can do some straight outlandish. is going to be crazy. If he start doing what we think he should be doing, oh, my God, I'm really going to get scared then. You know what? Be a, a, a hard I want to agree with you, Tommy, because you're absolutely correct. Why are we even surprised anymore? But I got I to gotta tell you, man, he constantly throws me. I be going, okay, that's a new level of... I don't yeah, give yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a new level level. sugar honey iced tea. This yeah. is another level of F you. I mean, yeah, man, right. it's like the the Asian lady that was up talking about it and it's talking about one and then he go, why don't you ask China? And yeah. he says China with a disdain. He's very a, disrespectful. He's yeah. a he's a like a little kid. Why don't you do it to China? Come on, man. Yeah. The, the, the country's name is China. You don't have to China. But she you was know. very offended by that because she was trying to ask him, why are you just saying that the U.S. is number one in testing and we still have yeah. 80,000 people that have passed away from this disease? And then he said, ask China. And she's like, are you directing that at me? Because she is Asian American. It was, Asian, it was horrible yeah. how he treated her. That was nasty. It was just not necessary. All right, well, coming up, we got more trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, guys, how is quarantine life? So, I got a quick question for you. Is there one item in your house that you can run out of that you can't run out of? And what is it and how often do you buy it? What's that one item you got to have? I for cannot. Me, Go ahead, Junior. Yeah, yeah for me, it's just toilet paper. Necessary. <laughs> Can't run out. Must must have. I even figured out the schedule for shipping down at Walgreens. I know what you know time the truck gets there. Yeah, I know what time it get in. Yeah, I'm there. You're there waiting, shipping, yeah. and receiving. I make friends with truck drivers now, Carl. Yeah, shout out Listen, to the truck drivers. <laughs> Listen, right, I cannot run out of simply raspberry lemonade oh, i cannot run out of it that's 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 my one right there simply raspberry lemonade i buy them by the by the dozen oh wow all right steve I what's do. your one item oh uh, butter lettuce oh. oh that's good stuff yeah that's some good that's stuff. butter stuff lettuce right? is hard yeah. to, they they run out of that a lot that's mm-hmm. what I use for bread now i don't i haven't eaten bread since oh, uh, okay. march 13th so I okay. use that to make my sandwiches. I use romaine sometimes too, cause it's hardier. But I like butter lettuce. They they run out of that a lot. Dang, you, know. you don't eat bread. You 
be lettuce for bread? Y'all heard the butter yeah, lettuce? Yeah, that's how I make oh, all my sandwiches. He's going to be lean when we see him, man. He's going to be lean. Oh, I'm trying to get there, man. It He's ain't getting. coming fast enough, though. All right, we got to go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we'll be back at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's Tell Me Something Good segment, here is some great news. It's not just good news, it's great news. Steve, tell us about your Harvey Foundation virtual mentoring session on Mentoring Mondays. Today is Tuesday. Yesterday we saw a young man who wanted to be an actor, and he told you his favorite TV show was Chicago PD, and you surprised him with one of the stars from the show Chicago PD, actor LaRoyce Hawkins. He joined what? in on a mentoring yeah. session. It was so cool. Take a listen. What's your favorite TV show? Um, my favorite um, TV show is Chicago PD. How we doing? What's, what's up, man? How we doing, big bro? Everything all right? <laughs> yeah, what's up, soldier? I can't complain. Mark Quay, what's up, big bro? What's up? <laughs> Yeah, you motivate me a lot. I want to be an actor myself. You you want to be an actor? Yes, sir. You look like an actor to me. <laughs> hey, Hawkins, man, what would you say to him as a young man that's uh, inspired to get into the field you in? Man, Marquay, the first thing I want to tell you is that your faith has to be stronger than your feelings. And you know this, uh, big bro, they tell you that you don't got it. And you know that you were born with it. But your faith is what's going to continue to allow you to keep trying each and every day to make sure that you're going to those rooms and that you're studying the craft, that you're that you're gonna make sure those dreams come true no matter what. That I was like just that. So cool. I like that. Oh, that the whole so interview is really, really powerful because the little boy mm-hmm. had no idea. I just want right. to thank so many of the uh people, man, when I when they when we get them on the phone and say, Can you help us with this? Mm-hmm. That they don't hesitate, man. I've had Ray Lewis do it for me. Wow. You know, it's okay. just really, really amazing, man. And so, it's That's a good really show, good. too, Steve. What? Chicago, Chicago PD. Chicago yeah. PD is a great show, man. Yeah. Good, good. Never seen it. Probably is. I know. I know. I, I got know. time to watch it now, though. <laughs> you can binge watch it now. <laughs> you can watch. You can get caught up if you want to. Boy, right, 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 right. <laughs> I got time to watch everything. But this this uh, Mentoring Mondays is really, 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 really helpful uh, in a lot of ways. And even for me, um, I love that God has placed me in a position to understand um, how important it is to give back, mm-hmm. uh, to to share uh, information with people, especially young boys, man, in the African-American community. They, yeah. they need it, man. Yeah. When you don't have a father, man, it's rough. It's mm-hmm. rough. And so yeah. it's, it's, it's just been a great thing, man. And it's really taken off. It's gone viral, a lot of the clips and so what it does, even more so, it helps young people who watch it. You know, mm-hmm. it may not be there for the live version of it, but the people who catch it when it goes viral is helping a lot of people. So really proud of that. You know what? I um I watch it, Steve, and you just, it makes you want to keep watching it. All right, guys, coming up, Steve's closing remarks. It, oh, it's the last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. <laughs> we'll be back at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. 
Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards healthcare and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Okay, guys, it is the last break of the day, like we said, and yeah. it's, uh, it's been a busy Tuesday. We're pretty yes, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Same as Monday, Friday. Yeah, they all, they all the same. Sunday. Sad part of the day for me. So, Why? Here we go. Why, the Junior? Because yeah. it's you back to You got to hang on, go on, get back to being by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come by that hey, day, y'all. Hey, lonely girl. <laughs> I'm going to come by that day, y'all. I'm going to come by that day, y'all. You going to do what? I'm going to go make a pass box, Steve. I'm just going to drive Oh, right okay. There. Come on. Just, oh, just stay outside. Me. Don't come in. He can't come in. <laughs> no, he can't come in my house. <laughs> he ain't been nowhere. He, he just been in the house looking at the tree. Who looking at the tree? No, he ain't coming here. He can come out by the pool because we can social distance out by the pool. Oh, well, he can come Julie in then. about 13 he... feet away from each other. Yeah. Well, okay. He can go around back. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got to go around come right back, down the back. side of the house. You're not, yeah. you need, no, I told you who I live with. The president <laughs> of the Center for Disease Control. <laughs> she don't Marjorie let Harvey. nobody in here, man. That's right, girl. Protect your man. Man, we in here spraying boxes and stuff right here. Box yep, be so damn you. wet, you can damn near punch it open. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Marjorie. Oh, good. Man. Hey, y'all, for my closing today, I want to remind somebody, remind you of something that I had to really think about. Okay. I was talking to Junior, and we were having some conversations. Junior calls me a lot about uh, theories and um, uh, things I've developed over the years, sayings and mm-hmm. slogans to help mm-hmm. get me to where I am. Mm-hmm. And we were talking yesterday. And Junior say, Unc, how do you think of everything that you think of? And I was uh, talking to him, and a great deal of what I think about comes from prayer. A huge part of it is because I'm constantly talking to God about direction, advice, counsel. Because I've learned over the years as becoming more and more spiritual, that I don't make too many decisions without running them by him. Now, 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 let me say this. Do I still make decisions without confiding and conferring with God? Of course I do. Do they all go bad? Nah, but when they do, I realize I should have talked to him about that too. But one of the things, man, that I've really had to come to terms with and I was explaining to Junior was, and I think we had a conversation this morning before we got on the air, I always look at the possibility and I ignore the probability. See, when people tell you the probability of something happening, they're talking about the likelihood in the event that several things go right and realizing that something is gonna go wrong so there's going to be a problem, so they call it the probability. 
And I never look at my life that way. I look at my life in terms of possibility. And so Junior was asking me, he said, but Unc, how do you, how do you think it's going to work? I said, I don't always know that it's going to work. I oftentimes strike out with ideas without any idea of how it's going to even be possible. But what I've learned over the years is that what I've started to become an expert in, I became a believer in the I don't see how. You understand what I'm saying? I look at everything and I go, wow, I don't see how. When I have people telling me, man, I don't see how you gonna do that. Man, I don't see why you would buy that. Man, I don't see how you gonna make that happen. I start believing in the I don't see how. And you know why I'm able to believe in the I don't see how? Because I don't have to see how. I'm, I oftentimes don't know how, but God does. He ain't ever missed. He ain't never aimed at a target and missed. He ain't never said nothing that wasn't true. See, when you ask God for something and you pray about it and you believe in it, the how-to is actually none of your business. See, God's kingdom is not built on earning and deserving. You earn it, you deserve it. That's not what his kingdom is built on. His kingdom is built on asking and receiving. He says, ask and you shall receive. The, you got to get out of your way with the how-to. Because once you can't figure out how to do something, you stop wondering about it. Well, do you know the possibilities that you are ruling out of your life when you do that? You've got to get out your own way. you got to ask God for something, believe he'll do it, and prepare yourself to receive it. That's how God operates. It's no more complicated than that. So when you ask God for something, you believe he's going to do it, you got to prepare to receive it. Now, here's the part that I don't want you to miss. Preparing to receive it could possibly mean that if you, after you ask for something and you believe it, there's a series of steps that you have to take. And God will present that to you. You know, faith without works is dead. So when you ask God for something and you believe in it, I've just learned to become a believer in the I don't see how. I've learned to become a believer in the that ain't even possible. I've learned to become a believer in the ain't no way. I have learned to become a believer in, there he go again, watch this. Yeah, watch this. But you ain't just watching me. You watching me with the person that has a relationship with his heavenly father. And with Christ, all things are possible. All things. That's all you need to know. All things is possible with Christ. And that's how I've gotten to where I am. Those are my closing remarks. Hope you that's can use standing. that today. Yeah. Amen, bro. Hey, y'all, have a nice day. And then tomorrow, it'll be the same thing, but have another one. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
GEICO knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that GEICO always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. GEICO Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 